0: To instructions. Touch cards if you like. Let's Welcome, Welcome, to Cam Blue's Bout Business MMA Podcast. Featuring Lou Fenicero. A production of GreenRollMedia.com, the world's premier sports betting podcast network. Rooted in fabulous Las Vegas, Nevada. 100 percent 100 percent now, it's fight weekend and it is time to touch gloves with the most decorated mixed martial arts betting analyst in the business. He's your host of our main event. Are you ready? Bring it Come on. Come on, And he's all about business, Lou Finnecaro.
1: Welcome fight enthusiasts to the Gamble about business podcast. This week's edition coming to you from Columbus, Ohio. First order of business, as always, to thank you listeners for tuning in. We totally are flattered by the passion that we're getting and receiving from not only listeners in the States, but all over the Southern Hemisphere, Asia, Europe, and Oceania. We're totally flattered. Thanks for listening. Let's get right into business Today, or tomorrow's fight card, I should say, from Columbus will be the last of the first quarter. Thus far this year, we are 25 and 32 plus 1.23 units for a 2% return on investment. Some return on investment is better than no return on investment or for that matter, even potential loss. But I will say this. As I track each and every year, the favorites and their results through the UFC year. So far in 2022 favorites, 67, 28, and 1. And yet at that 69.7% rate, almost 70% rate, we've managed to squeak positive ROI and I'm an underdog better for the most part. I'm encouraged by the results and am totally focused on one thing, and that is to derive profit from tomorrow's Columbus fight card and move into the second quarter of 2022 with profit and motivation as well as focus. With that all being said, let's move into round one, UFC Fight Night Columbus round one and we're going to be kicking off right when the fight card does i don't really pick when the fights or the releases are i try and make them later oriented into the main card if i can but i'm trying not to force things oh with that in mind our first few rounds are the first few fights just happens to be the way it is and in that first fight featherweight bout between phoenician Luis Saldana. And a Brazilian Bruno Souza. Now, this is a fight where uh, Saldana opened a, just a slight favorite, minus 125, minus 130, and uh, Souza a slight dog. That's switched now. Souza is just a minus 115, minus 120, as Saldana is an even money take back. Interesting, really, Saldana inch taller, going to have a little reach advantage, slimmer guy, but again, a Phoenix fighter. And therefore, there are insights in and around the marketplace that I can tap into. And much like the fight a few weeks ago, Damon Jackson against Kamuela Kirk, another Phoenician, where we knew that the fight would be competitive early and that maybe as the rounds got uh, into the You know, I should say the minutes got to eight, nine, and into the third round. Kirk didn't make it to the third round. And I think that's going to be the same for Saldana here. I think the pressure from Souza and the fact that he comes in six years the younger man. He's also off a fight against Melsic that I'm not going to try and pronounce his last name. And it was a short notice Souza appearance against an absolute killer. And he showed well. I think Bruno Souza is in perfect position here. We're going to go with the flow of the money. And we're going to take round one Bruno Souza plus 100 to minus 110 wherever the market price has you. Sousa, plus 100 to minus 110. Now, let's look in to the next fight, which is round two. <laughs> round two is going to be an extremely compelling fight between tiny guys, the flyweights, 125ers. Brazilians, Mateus Nicolau is going to be taking uh, one end of the octagon against the Czechoslovakian fighter, David Dvorak. Dvorak opens minus 140 to Nicolau plus 120, and there's been a little love to Nicolau, as there should be. He has wins his last two fights over Manuel Kopp as well as Tim Elliott. Nicolau is well-rounded. This is his second stint in the UFC, primarily Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu specialist with striking. Dvorak, on the other hand, pressure grinder wrestler tough as a $2 stake, unrelenting. He has a win and has won his last uh, couple of fights. He's a finisher. He has a win over round one's release, Bruno Souza, about two or three fights back. I think Dvorak is the rightful favorite at minus 140, and the action has pulled Dvorak's price down closer to minus 125-ish or so. Now, uh, the over-under is pretty high in this fight. They're looking for a decision which is typical for lighter weight fighters, especially in a big cage. However, Dvorak via the decision, plus 140, plus 150, that's not enough for me to take the risk there because I don't put it out of the question that the dynamic wrestling and pressure of Dvorak may not even finish Nicolau, and that's no disrespect To I've been taught that world-class wrestling trumps Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu, especially late. So without getting too cute, we're going to keep this one simple. David Dvorak, minus 120 to minus 130 for one unit. Now let's walk straight in to round three. Okay, round three, fight enthusiasts. We're moving up the preliminary card, but we're still in the prelims. Uh, and we're going to take a look at a fight between Dana Batgarel. Excuse me if I'm mispronouncing the young man's name. He's a Mongolian fighter. He's a bantamweight, and he'll be fighting against Chris Gutierrez in a in a fight that's going to be maybe the best one on the card. Batgarel has won his last three. He's going to have an inch of reach advantage he's aggressive he's mean he's well-rounded that said i'm not so sure he's been in with the kind of fighters that his opponent chris gutierrez el guapo has been in with gutierrez trains in elevation at colorado he's won his last five since a loss some years ago to ronnie barcelos no shame in that in this fight Gutierrez is gonna be the man that's two inches taller, just a year younger, but he has a dynamic experience advantage as well. The level of fighter he's been in with is just a little bit better than what Bacharel has been in against. And for that reason, this is an easy pick for me. Chris Gutierrez in round three, currently priced plus 130 or plus 140 you can be patient with gutierrez the price has been relatively stagnant you might try and get another nickel on him if you can but round three's release chris gutierrez plus 130 or plus 140 and before we get to the next round Let's hear from our good friends at Manscaped.
0: This episode of the Bout Business MMA podcast is sponsored by Manscaped. Manscaped's new ultra premium collection is an all-in-one skin and hair kit for the everyday man. We're talking premium deodorant, hydrating moisturizer, body wash, shampoo and conditioner, and even a free gift. The power of attraction is now in a bottle thanks to Manscaped. Get 20% off your entire order plus free shipping today at manscaped.com with the promo code 20LU. Support the Bout Business MMA podcast and get 20 percent off site-wide plus free shipping at manscapes.com with the promo code 20
1: and now one more fight on the undercard takes us to round four <laughs> round four and we're going to the ladies and this was going to be my last cut meaning i wasn't going to use this fight but after watching the weigh-ins after watching the face-offs after doing my work i'm uneasy not using this fight this is a ladies bantamweight fight between brazilian harold rosa and the american fighter sarah mcmahon i said it just a round or two earlier i've been taught that world-class wrestling beats brazilian jiu jits and while mcmahon does have a pension and has been submitted And Rosa is a submission specialist. I do believe that McMahon's size, she's an inch taller, gonna have a little reach advantage. Her thickness, her weight, she's 41, yes, but she's a grinding wrestler with great experience. McMahon opens minus 170, 175. The price has gone up on her a little bit. You can currently get McMahon plus 180 either side. Round four, Sarah McMahon, we're sticking our neck out a little bit here on the wrestler. Round four, McMahon as an underdog, plus 180. Now let's move into round five. <laughs> round five, and our last position of the fight card is gonna be a parlay. And really, I, I do have some thoughts on the main event, even though it's not gonna be an official release. We'll get to that after the release of the parlay. Let's go straight to one of the opening bouts on the main card, heavyweights Alexi Olienek and the Swedish sledgehammer Alir Latifi. Latifi's had two fights at heavyweight. He was a light heavyweight. five ten, thirty-eight 38 years old. If Latifi was 2 inches taller at 6 foot, he'd be almost square. While his name is the sledgehammer, it should be the anvil. He is just completely square. He's got an unbelievably sturdy wrestling base and he's hanging out at the All-Star Gym. That's where Chemayev and all his wrestling buddies are hanging out in Europe with Darren Till and such. There's a pride running through that gym and Latifi's caught it. Latifi's wrestling is going to be faced against a guy in Oleinik 59-16-1. 44 years old, so at 38, Latifi's six years, the younger man. Latifi weighs 240 for this thing. Olienek, who'll be a little bit bigger, weighs 246. He's 6'2". He'll be four inches the taller man, but he's 44, and he's a one-trick pony. Latifi's going to have to maintain distance in order to keep his explosive striking as the fulcrum of this fight. In no way, shape, or form shall Latifi bull rush Olienic, allow Oleinik to clasp onto him or get a hold of him because if Oleinik can grab or get a hold of anyone's appendage, he's going to snap it. Now, Latifi, his legs are so short, Oleinik may not be able to get his arms around Latifi's legs. This really as much an interesting matchup as far as styles as well, body types. But at the end of the day, early in the week, I took Latifi minus 145 when the price was reasonable. Now his price has ballooned to minus 185. I believe Latifi wins this fight. I believe he may even finish Olyanek. he's Oleenik's a guy that if you sneeze on him, he'll go. And he's lost his last few in a row. This could be Oleenik's last fight in the UFC, at least the way I handicap it. So. For the first part of the parlay of round five, we're going to take Elir Latifi, currently priced minus 180, and we're going to move up the card, and we're going to go to the ladies flyweight division where Joanne Wood is going to fight Alexis Grasso. This is two ships passing in the night, one assenting Grasso, an assenting fighter, and Joanne Wood, a cagey, gritty veteran but at 36 years old, maybe has lost a half a step. She's tough, she's determined, she's a typical Scot fighter that uses tons of pride and is tough to put away. But in this fight, Grasso, who's going to have a slight reach advantage, has shown dynamic improvement since she went from 115, where she was fighting, straw weight, She gained that extra 10 pounds. She's 2-0 since moving to 125. She's going to be the slightly thicker lady in this fight. Her striking is going to be crisper, and she's going to be just faster, quicker, and a much more refined athlete, unfortunately, than Joanne Wood, who used to be Joanne Calderwood. She's now been married, and that's why the name change. However, Grasso... Opened at minus 180, minus 190. Her price now, minus 225, minus 240, and I think it should be. She's a Mexican fighter that's catching the wave that Moreno laid down, and this girl's got some moxie. So for round five, we're going to pair Alir Latifi minus 180 to Alexa Grasso minus 225, a one-unit, two-fighter parlay returns 1.25 that is round five and now before we go as i mentioned last cut i like in the main event blades inside the distance it's minus 125. chances are blades is going to knock him out once he puts him down and rains ground and pound on him because him meaning Doukas weighs in at 243 blades 260 you know, Blades is already 17 pounds heavier, the wrestler, the heavier man. I, I think this is a really, really tough fight for Daukus. He's going to have to catch him with a Sunday punch to put Blades out. That's his one way of winning. So I lean to Blades inside the distance, but at minus 125, I hate that minus sign. Blades TKO or KO minus 110, it's still a minus number. So I'm going to hold off on making any release on the main event right now. If I do, it will appear on Twitter. And then lastly, our futures, UFC 273, 4-9. There's a break next week, no UFC fight card. We'll come back 4-9 for UFC 273, where we have Imovov, Nazarene Imovov, minus 195. He's currently looking at minus 200 to minus 220. So fight Enthusiasts listening last week got a little head start there. In May, in Phoenix, in my backyard, that I will attend UFC 274 is now not in Brazil. It's in Phoenix, in Gaethje's backyard. However, the Brazilian champion Oliveira. We own at minus 155. He's now minus 165. We may not get the growth on that one that we anticipated had this fight remained in Brazil, but we're going to have closing line value with the fighter I believe will win the fight, Charles Oliveira. And then lastly, UFC 275. We released Yuri Prochaska. He's minus 180 per our release some weeks ago. That card, June 11th. Prochaska currently priced a little higher than what we have him at. He's minus 185 to minus 195. All of these fighters are favorites. All of them we're taking early in order to get them before their price goes up too much. In the meantime, we have five rounds of fights for UFC Fight Night Columbus. I want to thank everyone for listening. Good luck and we'll see you in two weeks. Before UFC 273. Thanks for listening.
0: Boom. That's it! That is it. unbelievable! That was insane! You've been locked into Gam Bout Business MMA podcast, featuring Lou Finakero. Hit our subscribe button and never miss out on Lou's behind-the-scenes access to the world of MMA. The ball, the of all the superities,
1: oh! oh, tomorrow's hand is ridiculous! Oh my goodness!
0: Want the best sports betting podcast on the board? Look no further than greenrollmedia.com each and every weekend. Greenroll's covering the NFL, college football, and MMA better than anyone. Bringing you behind the counter of the most well-renowned sports books in Las Vegas. That's greenrollmedia.com greenrollmedia.com Home of the world's premier sports betting podcast network. This episode of the Bout Business MMA podcast is sponsored by Manscaped. Manscaped's new ultra premium collection is an all-in-one skin and hair kit for the everyday man. We're talking premium deodorant, hydrating moisturizer, body wash, shampoo and conditioner, and even a free gift. The power of attraction is now in a bottle thanks to Manscaped. Get 20% off your entire order plus free shipping today at Manscaped com with the promo code 20 lou support the bout business mma podcast and get 20 percent off site wide plus free shipping at manscapes.com with the promo code 20Lew. 20 loo